Hi, fam. Welcome to HerCast with Dr. Cheeto, where we embark on a journey of self-discovery and well-being. In today's episode, we have the pleasure of diving into the world of yoga with the inspiring Tanashi. Join us as we explore the arts of nurturing wellness in mind, body, and spirit through the transformative practice of yoga. Tanashi brings a unique perspective and a valuable insight that will guide us on a path to holistic health. Get ready for an enriching conversation that combines wisdom, mindfulness, and the joy of living well. This is HerCast with Dr. Cheeto, and I'm thrilled to have Tanashi today as our guide on this journey of wellness through yoga. Welcome to HerCast with Dr. Cheeto, where we're on a personal journey of transformation, one that's all about her, the everyday girl, teen, and woman. I'm Dr. Cheeto, your guide and companion on this thrilling adventure. Let's meet Heart. Tinashi. Thank you very much. So my name is Hart Tinashi. I'm a certified experienced yoga instructor. I've been practicing for past eight years and yoga has actually been an amazing journey for me. You know, I believe movement um, that unites body, mind and spirit is deeply human. Yoga is one of the most beautiful and effective movement practices that has been shared across history and geography. At first, I pursued yoga to find ease and be present in my body, although fitness has been a part of me right from growing up. Time and practices, I have become more familiar with my somatic and intuitive wisdom of the yoga tradition. Through yoga, I have experienced a state of calm and connection that continues to fuel my energy and inspire my creative as a practitioner living in the city of Abuja. As a yoga teacher, I seek to help students and fellow practitioners access connection to self, community, and source while deepening and expanding my own practices. I believe that by first connecting to the body, one can cultivate a sense of grounding towards providing a stable foundation for unity with the spirit. I completed my 200-hour yoga training in 2017 and love to teach gentle forms of yoga such as slow flow, which is vinyasa, or relaxation yoga for mm. both young and old. And also in 2019, I became Jaya Yoga Academy Pregnancy Yoga Certified and infused my passion for other types of movement such as aqua yoga movement, prenatal and postnatal along with yoga. You know, I met Tanashi, I'm an OBG as an obstetrician. I met Tanashi when I realized that I really wanted my patients to experience prenatal yoga, where, you know, we should talk about it later, which we've seen a lot of positive effects uh, where it concerns preparing for the actual uh, laboring process. But I'm going to go and I have lots of questions in a short time. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure my listeners will expect a part one and a part two. And that's okay. And that's okay. So um, 
how did you first discover yoga? I mean, you know, because, you know, in our climb, yoga is not necessarily the most common form of exercise. So how did you discover it and what drew you to, to say, okay, this is what I like, I, I want to do yoga? Right. So in my introductory, I mentioned uh, something like uh, yoga has been a part of me, or rather fitness has been a part of me right from growing up. So but how I got to discover yoga entirely, my dad used to be in the military. So anytime he comes back home way back, he was always putting us together to practice mindfulness, sitting still, breathing. But oftentimes we don't usually take it very seriously. But for me, that was how I discovered the power of breathing and mindfulness. So along the line, as I begin to grow up, I was part of fitness um, exercises in my high school, throughout my high school entire journey. I has been, fitness has just been a part of me entirely. So growing up, I discovered that going to the gym or doing other um, cardio that requires a lot of strength and weight lifting wasn't too good for me as a female and I decided to adapt into yoga practice which makes me feel even much more better than going to the gym and having to lift weight so yeah I know all they told me I needed but that lifting <laughs> weight mm, I'm still trying to get, I'm trying to get myself you know to to love it more right yes can you share a personal experience or moment where you where yoga made a significant impact on your well-being. Okay. Yeah, for me, I can categorically say that yoga has been a very great, um, it has been a very great impact on my personal life. Um, there was a time a few years ago, I had an accident that almost broke my right knee. And also training in the gym, because like I said, I've been into fitness right from growing up, right from when I was um, 12, 13 years. I was always playing around and being part of involving in fitness activities. So when that happened to me, I thought about the only way that I could get relief or rather feel better was not to go back to the gym or do some hard cardio exercises, but rather stretch my muscles because a lot, everything circles around going back to therapy, you know, bringing some circu and circulation into your muscles and bones. And I fell back on training, stretching with yoga, breathing and mindfulness. And to the glory of God, yeah, I felt better with yoga. Yoga has made me a better person in general. Um, previously, I do tell people yoga has been one of the greatest things Aww. that has, <laughs> has really, really touched me. Like mm. initially growing up, I used to have a very bad temper. Mm. Yeah, I used to have very bad temper to some extent. I could get angry in the house and maybe being provoked or annoyed by my brothers. And I end up not talking to my mom like a week. Wow. Yeah, so it was that bad growing up, but yoga arrested me and yoga has really made me to be that patient, understanding kind of person. So yeah, yoga affects you in your general lifestyle, not just and like I say, mental yoga. and emotional health. Yeah, as well. mental and emotional health and yeah, overall well being. You know, anytime I do any kind of um, discussion or interview or talk with anyone, I always like to first do this and sweep out the mis you know, the misconceptions about yoga 
And you know, one thing about for those that are not you know Africans, one thing about the African culture, Nigerian culture, we tie things to other things a lot. Yeah. Um, even religion, you know, there's a there's a lot of oh no, this is for exactly. this people, it's not for us, it's for that. And a lot of you know people have misconceptions of meditation and yeah. what that means. Can you can you talk about that so that we get that out of the air and 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 let people understand that how neutral yoga is really is. So oftentimes I get these questions from both Christians and uh, Muslims, the Islamic part of the people and the Christian part of people coming to me and like, um, is yoga really diabolic? Is yoga spiritual? Is yoga this day? I get a lot of questions about this. But truth be told, like I, the only answer I usually give out to when people who are having this misconception about yoga practice or meditation entirely is yoga is divided into two types. We have the traditional yoga and we have the modern yoga. Mm -hmm. So the traditional yoga is the part of yoga which the Hindu practice to their own religion. And today we have modern, modern yoga practices across the world. People practice yoga connecting to their own kind of faith they practice be it a Muslim or a Christian or whatsoever religion that you belong to, you can also or anytime choose a verse in the Bible or a verse in your holy book in the Quran in your faith and just practice mindfulness, practice meditation, practice yoga and be whatever you want to be. So yeah, there is a traditional yoga practice and there is also a modern, modern yoga, yoga practices. practices. So That's it is not trying to, yeah, it is not trying to mm -hmm. initiate you into the act of yoga, which people are so scared of maybe they're trying to bring us into a new religion or a new cult or no, it is not like that. Yoga is just a form, a way of life. A wellness form yeah, of wellness, keeping yourself self well, keeping your check. mind well, keeping yeah. your emotions controlled right. mm -hmm. um so i that's i think that's i want to take that out of the way so people should open their minds and they listen to you right. um because i think that i remember w the first time i did yoga with you mm -hmm. you know as stubborn as i was no i'm not doing that <laughs> no i can't do that but i realized that when we got through it i slept like a baby i was oh, so wow. relaxed and this Amazing. is for me that has a high stress job um and i think that's something that i i think we should really really know Right. Now, tell us about, because yoga is a lot of also mindfulness and you know, breath work mm -hmm. um, into your into yoga practice. What benefits have you observed from that? I mean, normally, you know, when we're angry, say breathe in and breathe out. Mm -hmm. How does that work with yoga? And, and, and in terms of the mindfulness, talk about, we say mindfulness, but explain that further and explain the breathing practice further as well in yoga. Yoga as a word is... Um is oneness. Yoga as a word means unity. So oftentimes people don't even know what yoga means. It's like yoga, yoga, yoga. And to in our today's world, people think um, practicing asanas is yoga, uh, which practicing asanas is a part of yoga. It's called yogasana. Okay. Yes, yogasana. So yoga asana, asana means posture. Okay. So yoga asana means combining yoga to postures mm. because you would not do with, with yoga and gain overall wellness without stretching the muscles. Mm. 
So yoga, the word unity really means bringing your body, your mind and your soul together to gain calmness. And as much as you do that, you equally observe mindful breathing, which mm -hmm. is very, very important because life is measured by the number of breaths yes. that we have. So if we don't breathe and observe ourselves internally, we can never achieve an overall well-being with the practice of yoga. Yeah. This is why breathing is very, very essential in yoga practices. Yeah, and that, and I know it also helps to bring down the mood. yeah yeah <laughs> like, it helps to, like, yeah you're panting oh, equally you're yeah a panic situation a panic situation right it helps because oftentimes I I notice that a lot of times even in hospitals like in your field mm -hmm. you oftentimes you go through situations with patients where they are so tensed and you just have to like breathe even during childbirth like breathe breathe push push and like often most times if they don't even learn practice the technique of breathing during mm -hmm. birth it, it gets very very bad so breathing is 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 very good it actually calms you down it slows down the the strike that should have happened yes. rather than Re calming yourself down and having just one or two seconds thought. So breathing is very, very important. We can't do without breathing. Imagine, yeah. Imagine. What happens for those that have some form of physical limitation? Have you ever had clients that are kind of like, because yoga for me, yeah. you know, is like, I can I just look at your pose and like I cannot do that. And so <laughs> what happens with people that have uh physical limitations? Physical limitations. Do they do you have clients that have that that come for you to yes. to do yoga? Yes, we do. So currently I, I have few clients with me. I am even currently we're on the journey. They are getting better. Some have, they can't really do so much. And yoga, it's very, very broad. You know, words can never, ever, ever encapsulate the beauty of yoga. So it's yoga is not just practicing asanas, practicing, mm -hmm. I mean, postures and breathing and being mindful and sitting in a lotus posture and doing all that. As long as you can practice breathing and mindfulness, as long as you can pay attention to your internal body yes. and be mindful for a few seconds and just do a little bit of few stretch, that makes you be mindful and that makes you being a part of a yoga practitioner. So it is not until you're able to practice or do certain kinds of postures that qualifies you to be a yoga practitioner. So even if you have disabilities, you can practice yoga at anywhere you find yourself. Yes, okay. even just sitting there. This is why there are postures for for beginners, there are postures for intermediate, there are postures for advanced, advanced yeah, yoga practitioners. So even while you have disabilities to just lie down, there is a posture called Shavasana, which means the corpse pose. You can lie down in corpse pose and observe breathing, you know, the, work, the, 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 the breath work with um, your abdominal muscles, which equally massages your, your organs internally and makes you really feel better. So it, there are different styles of yoga practices. All right. Yes. Have you noticed a connection? Because like I said, and I, and I know that you always say that if you continue doing all these poses, yeah, yeah. it will get easier. Exactly. You know, so I'm thinking with, is there a connect? Do you think, have you ever noticed or a connection between the physical strength gained through yoga? Because 
I know you gained some physical strength through yoga mm-hmm. and a parallel increase in mental and emotional resilience. Like those okay. people that are resilient yeah, emotionally. Yeah. Do you Some feel there's a connection between that when you start growing, as you start advancing mm-hmm. and your body starts, you know, does it also immediately connect yes, emotionally it does. and mentally? Yes, it does. Because mentally, you you increase your, your mental strength. Emotionally, it makes you a better person. And general lifestyle as well, while the way you interact with people, that improves too. I wasn't like this initially a few years ago. I wasn't who I am today, but I strongly believe with yoga. I am getting better and better every day the way I interact with humans. Yes. And it, it, yoga gains you this stamina. This is why we have the, the yoga postures. As you stretch in the postures, it's not like, it's not like um, training in the gym and not being mindful of your breathing. So in as much as you're, you're stretching and it's so painful, the muscles are very tensed and all of that, you still observe your breathing in the process. So yeah, yoga increases stamina, mental, emotional, and psychological improvement. Yoga gives you that. What are your favorite poses or what are the poses that you think has the most significant, if, has like, you know, your like, my favorite poses, yeah. the poses that you know that whenever you give to clients, they're like, yes, yeah. you know, this is it. Okay. I, I feel this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What poses are your like best poses that okay. you say? I think for, for, for the rest of the people, everyone loves, no one will, will, will doubt me if I say everyone loves Shavasana. Is that, that the crossing leg? The, 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 the corpse pose. Okay. The one at the end of every yoga class that you lie down, you surrender, and your palm is facing up, and you're just resting and breathe, observing your breathing. Everyone loves the lying down posture. Of course. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I think that was the lying down Yeah. So some people, they love the child's pose. That yeah, you have like to fold your, your legs, legs. yeah, okay. backward, and then you stretch forward. For okay. some, they love that because it kind of stretches your outer thigh muscles, it stretches your shoulder Shoulders. muscle, the clavicle, the shoulder uh, blade, and as well as your lumbar uh, axis region. So, so many people love Shavasana, while others love child's pose. And... Mm. Some loves three pose. It's just all about the, the choices, like what really suits you well with your body type yeah. or the, the level that you find yourself in your muscles. Yeah. yeah. You know, when we're t- just as we're talking now, it's yeah. one of the fact that a lot of people, you know, go into weight loss programs yeah. and, you know, they're so eager to, they want to lose weight. And I think also that's why things like, even Ozempic and stuff have gotten really popular. Because one of the battles people have and why I think is because many people stressed eat. I know there's debates online and everywhere that stress eat, eat here doesn't really exist. Yeah. It's not a case of self-control. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking that if people start infusing yoga in their weight loss programs, that it will really help people to deal with the stress that would trigger uh, the eating because it does right. you know you you have a hard day you go home you're so stressed you know that i'm not meant to eat this ice cream yeah. and then you just say chuck it i'm gonna eat this ice cream mm-hmm. i'm really stressed uh but that if that stress is handled yeah. through yoga mm-hmm. i mean what's your opinion on that like being that yoga gets more included in the general weight loss programs as a society just always just being a separate mm-hmm. exercise entity yeah. what is your what's your thoughts i i think just like you said 
um, you, um, stress triggers um, eating uh, anyhow because I've had issues with um, I've, I've had a conversation with someone that said anytime I'm stressed I just want ice cream anytime I'm stressed I want this I want that and it calms me down so I think with yoga practices um, as a lifestyle in our general well-being I think it should be a very uh, very good method of trying to calm the entire body muscles the entire whole self to be better at whatever we do whatever feed we find ourselves that really really triggers stress to our bodies and this is why um, it is good to practice both asanas and breathing because it brings you that calmness in your mind it brings you it and equally controls your eating level and yeah it's good so even weight loss yoga there are postures in yoga that triggers weight loss Mm. Yeah, with consistent practices and all. So it's very, very good as well. Now, I'm going to just, because I know that you know, when we talk about the questions, I just, everything was combined with him because I feel that <laughs> mindfulness and right. especially emotional um, health, mm -hmm. I, mental health is such a big deal. And for those not living in Nigeria right now, we're going through a lot, yes. um, a lot of stressors, a lot of things. And this is becoming more and more important on how to get your mind exactly. to be settled. And of course, you know, while trying to manage other aspects mm -hmm. of your um, health. And so I just wanted you to, for those people that have never done yoga before, mm -hmm. that have heard about yoga, but never thought they could do yoga, like you know, how I walked in and said, well, I don't think I can do those poses that, you know, they're feeling like I cannot do those poses, I can't do those stretch. Mm -hmm. What would you advise them? Um, yoga is a way of life and for people who feel that I can do this, I can, and it's already a, a discouragement to them to try something or start on their journey, I would highly advise that you start off with breathing technique. You just start breathing, observing your breathing every day and make it a lifestyle. Because even for us, yoga instructors or yoga teachers, sometimes we face that, um, that challenge that oftentimes we are our own self-motivations, that you really, really have to motivate yourself to get on the mat and do a few stretches before bedtime. Or when you wake up in the morning. As for me, it has become a part of me that one day with no yoga practices, I start feeling sick. But I haven't been in the hospital for past five, six years now. Wow. Yeah, so with yoga every other day. So if you might be feeling discouraged or finding it difficult to reconnect back to your your fitness routine or goals or whatever you call it, you can try and learn to practice mindfulness. Just breathe in, breathe out. Like make it regulate the same at the same like the same count. Like if you inhale, exhale, like make it consistently every day. If it's five minutes, every day it's beautiful. If it's ten minutes you think you can go further, it's amazing. If you can go more and more to practice 15 minutes in your time, in your bedroom, anywhere, sitting down, you can be mindful and do some yoga practices. You don't have to come to the mat. You don't have to sit in a lotus posture before you're practicing or you're being mindful of yourself. Sometimes even anywhere I find myself now, it's, it's, it's a part of me and you too can do it. It's not until you come to our yoga classes or you walk into a yoga studio before you can be able to start on this journey or do something for yourself right in your bedroom. You can. 
and you are capable. Even the word says, I am possible. Yeah. So start right there where you are. Start five minutes practice every day, mindful breathing. Remember to breathe with your abdominal muscles. When you inhale, bloat out your tummy, you exhale, you suck it in. That is the right way of breathing. You're equally massaging your abdominal muscles and you're gaining overall well-being and you're perfect. Awesome, awesome. I think this is a great place to to end the conversation. Um, just let them know, your Instagram page is what at? Okay, my Instagram page is Tinashi underscore yoga and our Facebook page is Tinashi Fitness and Yoga Studio. And we are on Google as Tinashi Fitness and Yoga Therapy. All right, because I think, I, I mean, I always say you're the best yoga person that I know. And Thank I'm, and you, I'm hopefully going to learn and stretch <laughs> and, and do all that. Um, so I'm going to just say, I, I think this has been an amazing episode. And I hope you guys listen to this um, and listen to it carefully. Uh, because I believe that what we're on a journey to be empowered, like I always say, you have to be healthy. And so this is part of being empowered, part of our growing and, and succeeding in life uh, and taking our place as women um, and being who we need to be to ourselves before we can be what other people need us to be. Right, right. Um, and so I, I just want to say, you know, thank you for listening to HerCast with Dr. Cheeto. And uh, as you know, I'm at uh, Dr. Cheeto N at uh, on Instagram. So just keep in touch and look out for our next episode. Take care, fam. Bye. Namaste. Hey, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to HerCast with Dr. Cheeto wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Dr. Cheeto N. That is at D-R-C-H-I-T-O-N.